Blog Talk Radio. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Today is March the 15th, 2015. Hope you had an awesome day today. Uh, The weather here, at least the weather in most of the United States, happens to be beautiful. For my friends in Hawaii and around the Caribbean and the Virgin Islands, we got a taste of what you get to take for granted every day. And speaking of taking things for granted, aren't you about sick and tired of people taking you for granted? Well, if you are, That's what today's program is about. As a matter of fact, you know, it really freaks me out how often so many of us have have given 100% of ourselves, and I know that to the the ladies in my audience this evening, you can definitely relate to such a thing. We give up so much of ourselves in search of happiness for other people. We tend to get in debt. We tend to spend money. We tend to engage time that we could have spent on ourselves fulfilling someone else's dream. And we this isn't just limited to folks that say, I love you, or that you sleep in the bed with. This takes place with people that um, you would think wouldn't feel that way about you. You wouldn't think that they'd want to make you feel some kind of way because of whatever role they played in your life or you played in their life. And as a matter of fact, what really gets under my skin is the those of you, and I'm quite sure uh, a lot of you that have had to earn some type of license or certification to do what you do, or I, I know I have a lot of pro athletes listening, so you guys uh, and ladies will relate to this one, and, and you know, you can high-five me later. But the truth is, doesn't it piss you off when you have busted your behind to put up with sexism, gender bias, even age bias, racism, whatever, in order to get to this place in your life where you can actually sit back and have something to show for your life that goes beyond uh, three gold rings and a haircut. Uh, You know, we we think about such things as, um, well, I'm going to use some examples. And if you're a client of mine, I promise I'm not telling your business, but you're not the only one because I have so many clients that are going through this. You're a pro athlete. Now your brother, sister, cousin, aunt, uncle, even your own mother and father want to throw in your face how you won't let them spend up all your money. I, I know that's true of a lot of people that have uh, medical practices, not even a practice. You could be a nurse. You could be a surge tech. 
uh, started a small business. You know, you started selling cakes, pies, making sandwiches, whatever it was you were doing, and now your gift made room for you. It, your talents brought you before great men, and here you are standing here almost not probably not even at the peak. Some of you may be at the peak, but you're just kind of like ascending the mountain now, and the people that you would think would love you, the people that you would think would celebrate you, where are they? As a matter of fact, when folks were talking about you, talking about you wouldn't make it, you wouldn't be this, you wouldn't be that, um, letting you know what? I saw this commercial. It, it was just funny as heck to me. What? You are starting a business? You? And, yes, you made it. You hung in there. You didn't quit. You didn't run the towel. At, at a certain age, 30, 40, 50, you went back to college, got your GED or your PhD, whatever you did, but you improved the quality and substance in your life. And because now you have done something to demonstrate that you know what, what God put in me, I can make happen. I can manifest it. Now I work my way up from being a, an equipment operator to now I'm a section chief. Now I'm a deputy director. All of these situations that you bust your little behind to try to make something out of yourself, and then what happens? Well, I'm going to tell you something about success. It's a two-edged sword. Success not only can take the person who is successful and make them Sometimes, you know, get a little arrogant, get the big head, but we're not talking about those people tonight. I'm talking about you. Yes, you, the person who has worked your little fanny off to get exactly what you deserve in life, and now the people around you don't even acknowledge your presence. You don't get invited to the birthday party. On your birthday, nobody calls you. Nobody says, hey, how are you doing? But if you don't loan them a 100 bucks, if you don't buy gas, if you don't fund their little whimsical scheme, now all of a sudden you are the B word. You are a hole. You are a jerk. You're being selfish. Well, let me tell you something. We're going to deal with that tonight. Now, that's just one side of this. Here's the other side. Some people... Everybody's just gone, you know. I look at my world, mother's deceased, father's deceased. Uh, you know, when your kids get grown, you can't really count on them to call you every day and support you. They have their own lives, and I get it. But why in the hell do they call you when they want something? <laughs> you know, they know your number then. And I'm not saying that all of us haven't been guilty of that. If you're a human being, more than likely you have – been less than your best with someone else. So that could be some of this, but then there's this other side to it. There's the side where stuff happens. The person that you love passed on, rest their soul. The person that you thought you'd spend the rest of your life with, it just didn't work out. It's not anything was wrong with you or then. You just outgrew each other. Heck, stuff happens, right? So I've I've found that there's different sides of this. One side is how do I deal with these difficult, crazy, blood-sucking leeches of a family that I have? Another one is how do I deal with my own stuff? What if I created 
the landscape? What if I'm the one that sowed the seeds of discord and now I'm looking at my life and I have everything I want? You know, I, I had a guy in my office years ago uh, that th- this cat was successful. He finally made the millions. And the process, he was absent from home. He was absent from his kids. So now he's successful on one side of life and on the other side of life. I'm not going to say he failed, but he damn sure didn't succeed. And then there's this other thing where it is just what it is. I mean, you're an introvert. If you're an introvert, chances are you don't reach out to too many people beyond your limited circle of friends and family. So what happens when you find yourself living in a different city or your friends and family are no longer with us, they've gone on, as the old people say, they've gone on the glory. They, don't, they, see the, they went to the tunnel. they over there with Big Mama Nell. And if you haven't got it and you're going, what the heck is Dr. Young talking about? Hell, they're dead. That's what I'm saying. So what do you do? What do you do when you don't know how to be alone and not be lonely? How can you be happy when it is just you? We're going to cover all of that tonight and some more. So let's let's just get right into this thing. The first thing that I want you to deal with is the crazy folks. That's right. I figured I might as well hit the first ball that's being pitched at many of us. We have got these people around us that we know doggone well. Uh, they smile in your face, but like the OJ said, they're backstabbers. Haters, they like you long as you got 20 or $30. As a matter of fact, they are the people that sit with you. You take them to dinner, and then you're not even out of their presence good. They are getting in the car to smoke just cleared from the muffler. I hope the hell they don't have smoke coming out the muffler, but you know what I'm getting at. They are talking about you on the phone. Child, you won't believe what she had on, and I don't know why he thinks he's all that. They they had no problem when you got the approval code and you paid for dinner. They had no problem when you helped with that rent money. They had no problem, but now all of a sudden you got this little section of haters, but you're stuck with them. Why? Because they're the people that share your bloodline. Well, let me give you a hint so you can immediately get a grip on that one. Your relatives are people you can't pick your children, your parents, cousins, all that. That's why God blesses you with friends to make up for your relatives. Remember that one. It'll take you a long way. Now, how do you change how you react to people before you change how you interact with them? I'm going to say that again. How do you change the way you – because you already know some of these folk you stuck with. And I'm, I know, uh, I know my, if some of my kids are listening. I'm not talking about your mama, but I'm talking about your mama, all right? No disrespect. So, ladies, please don't be like, oh, Dr. Young, that was just so tacky. I'm not being tacky. I'm keeping it real because you got somebody you were either married to, too, that, you know, it ain't like you don't like them, but, you know. So I'll give you my circumstances. I'll, you know, I like to be transparent with you guys. I'm an only child. My parents are deceased. My ex-wife, uh, her, most of her family is living, you know, and it's a whole bunch of them. You know, it's a lot of folk in her family. So when I was, when mother was dying, my kids were like in middle school going into high school. I was in pre-med, and I went from being a guy with means and substance to being a guy that was broke because everything got stole. You've heard this story a million times. So moving down the line, 
when I re-entered the scene after being shamed and feeling guilty that I couldn't do all the things I used to do, because like many of you, my self-esteem was housed in what I could buy my kids, what I, where I could take them, what, you know, uh, being Mr. Big Shot, basically. And when one of the blessings in life, uh, it seems like a curse while you're going through it. And if you're going through this, really pay attention to this, is when God strips away from you that you hide behind. Now, for some of you, that won't be money. That could just be your reputation. So now somebody lied on you and put it on the Internet. Or now it, you just broke up. You had a great collective identity long as you were married, but you were, you're like uh, somebody like me. You're married to a person with a big family. It's just one of you. Now, all of a sudden, your kids spend more time with that person's family because on my side of the family, you know, I've got, uh, just making it real honest, I was born on one side of the family. I was adopted when I was uh, five years old to be raised on the other side of the family, right? So you've got probably some juxtaposed, some ambiguous circumstances going on in your life now you have people that you see every blue moon sparingly. It ain't that you don't like these people, but it ain't like you love them either. And all this kumbaya, you know, we should all love each other. Yeah, we should, but the truth is you ain't going to. And if you ha- if this doesn't apply to you, all I'm going to tell you is keep living. Sooner or later, you will end up being that old aunt that everybody is waiting to croak to see what you leave them if you don't die early. Sooner or later, you will be in a position where you have to look at people and ask yourself, why in the hell of all folk do I have you to be the person I'm stuck here with for the until I leave this planet? Well, now I'm going to tell you why. I am a firm believer that everything, absolutely everything, is working for your good. I'm also a firm believer that God does not make mistakes, and the things that happen in your life happen for a reason. So you say, Dr. D, if that's the case, why the hell am I stuck with Jimmy? I'm going to tell you why you stuck with Jimmy. I'm going to tell you why you stuck with this person that you really kind of just, if, you know, a meteor kind of came to the planet, broke up, didn't kill nobody else on the planet, but a little pea-sized rock popped him dead in the behind, you would not mind. Okay, I'm just saying. I didn't say you wanted to have God make a lightning bolt, light them up like ready kilowatt or a piece of burnt toast. But if it were to happen, let's just say you would not take offense to it, right? Now, I know that's, that's mean, but I'm just being honest. How why is this person in your life or people? I'm going to tell you why. Sometimes that very person who gets on your last nerve, that individual that you go, what the heck did I do in a previous life for you to be here in my mix right now? Well, I'm be honest with you. You didn't. It was something you did, and whatever that something was, dig. It's okay. I mean, really, it is totally okay because that person is there to be the mirror that you look in at walking, talking. Yeah, it can be an ugly mirror. So maybe a part of you was ugly. I know it's a part of me that's ugly. But when you get around, and I'm going to use an example. 
do you have someone in your mix that makes you late for everything? You know, you could tell this person six months ahead of time, look, we going here. And I remember when mother was leaving, I, and I love my mother, but, you know, sometimes me and, me and my uh, mother, wife, slash girlfriend, owner, uh, master, <laughs> I pick her, I would tell her, mama, we got to be somewhere at seven. And inherently, between old age and other factors, my mother was just always going to be putting on that estilada. And by the way, please don't wear estilada. That stuff stinks. Ooh, Jesus, I just had a flashback. I hope my mother doesn't come haunt me in my dreams tonight. But that, uh, buy, some, buy some red or, or some aqua velvet or some, some brute hell. Don't buy that. But the bottom line is, mother would always be late. And I would tell mama, I said, you know, mama, we got to be there at 7. I would tell her that if we had to be somewhere at 9. You dig? I had to learn that I had a problem with being impatient. And I'm I'm not going to lie, I still had a problem. I cannot stand to, you ever go to the movies and you get there and these people come in, Junior, is that our seat? You know, they got reserved seat now. Now it's over here. Then they got the phone trying to find, you know, those people get on my nerves, right? Well, that's why God put these people around you. So you could look at it and just think, okay. You're teaching me that I'm intolerant and impatient. Now, I know it's, this is going to be so hard for you to believe. Do you know you get on somebody's nerves too? Oh, really? You didn't know that? Well, congratulations. You just found out tonight. Uh, we've got, what, three, a little over three, about 3.9 million people listening. So I'm quite sure at least one of you gets on somebody's nerves. I know I get on people's nerves, and I may be getting on your nerves, pointing out your junk to you. Well, guess what? You're getting on my nerves. You know, I love you. You get on somebody's nerves. So Now, here's the other thing. When you look at what frustrates you about other people, let's say you one day you had one or too many shots of Patron, champagne, even coffee, and you married this person that you kind of look at them every day going, you still here? Damn, you came home again. Oh, ah! Well, I can assure you, it's time for you to take a different look at this thing. Switch your perspective about people. There are some people in your life that are put there. Um, uh, here's one. I, I had someone telling me how they just could not stand the fact that one of their friends was just so friendly and bubbly. And they said, well, Dr. Young, it gets on my nerves. Well, you know, if you wasn't sitting there looking like you just got through, uh, you know, building a gingerbread house waiting on Hansel and Gretel to walk down your street, you probably could be nice to some folk. But you have to stop always seeing everything from your perspective because the truth of it is the world, even if you are right most of the time, you are not right all the time. I'll give you this one. A broke watch is right twice a day, right? A broken watch. It's twice a day. It's, it's correct. The rest of the time, it is not. 
you know, and, and as that broke watches right twice a day, there are times when it looks like it's just about five minutes uh, a little ahead and a little five minutes late. Look, the watch is broke, and so is your mentality when you choose not to switch perspectives on how you see life. Another thing that I want you to consider, and, and you don't have to do this, but try to talk to people that you're sick and tired of. That's it. You know, there are five ways of dealing with conflict. We either avoid it, which what does that do? You run away, you don't want to deal with nothing. And if you're an introvert or if you're just sick and tired of folk, you don't like talking anyway. But sometimes, instead of avoiding something, you may want to confront it. Now, when you are confronted, here's what some of you do. And it's just another form of avoiding. You accommodate, right? You just figure, look. Whatever you want, Mama. What do you? Okay, okay, baby. And I see you guys do it with children. Now I, I gotta ask you something. What is with y'all? I know these people are telling you don't spank your child. I'm not telling you to put a knot upside your child's head. I didn't say that. You know, I didn't. I understand you might want to do it. I'm not telling you to beat up on a kid and abuse your child. But sometimes. Why do you let your child fall out and act a fool right at the grocery store checkout line? Uh, what is with that? But instead of talking to your kid, it will be nothing wrong if you open your hand up and pat him on the butt in uh, such a way that you are just overly emotionally enthused to do it. You get me? In other words, you can't spank grown folk, but you can check them. You can tell somebody, you know what? Every time you pick me up late in my car from work while you at home playing with your PlayStation, and, yes, sister, I'm talking to you, those of you that have some grown child that you are making excuses for while this, uh, this leech, yeah, I'm talking about your baby. He ain't no baby no more. Your child sitting up there burping and passing gas and need to shave, or your daughter, she has no problem getting dressed to go out with her friends and ask you for your credit card. But you have the nerve to sit there looking like one of those cartoons where your eyeballs are about to pop out your head, you're so frustrated, but you don't want to talk to this person about what they're doing is getting on your last doggone nerve. Now, think about it. Aren't you part of that problem? Hey, you're enabling people. Another reason you need to start a dialogue, and, and the way this comes back to that conflicted thing, then the flip side of avoiding and accommodating is competing and compromising, meaning you are so busy always trying to say your side of a story to somebody. You know, well, yeah, but, you know, that's your favorite term. And if you use that a lot when you get in a heated argument, you are not listening. You're waiting to talk. So as you keep going, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, and you keep competing, don't be surprised why nobody wants you around. Uh, duh, you, every time you come to a family event or they come over your house, here we go again, pop, go to weasel, you start it back with this mess again. And all of us know somebody like that. You can't solve the problem just by not inviting them no more. Okay, I just lied. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Don't invite that fool over your house no more. But the truth is not that you're going to change them because most people, by the time they get to be 
Uh, let's say they got a gray hair in a spot that the rest of us can't see. Let's just say that. Uh, they probably are set in their ways. But that doesn't mean they have to be set in the middle of your path. You can tell folk, you know what? You are not coming over my house no more, eating up my food, eating up my pig feet and my hog maws. Okay. I hope the heck you ain't eating pig feet and hog maws because that's kind of nasty. Yeah, you well, never mind. My my producers are like, here he goes. We are getting ready to go over into the hood. I'm gonna leave that alone. We gonna just I'm just gonna say this. If you do eat pig feet and hog maws, brush your teeth because hey, your breath gonna stink. All right, next thing. Uh, this dialogue thing. As you talk to people, here's how you confront them. Listen to this. And I've always had, my mentor, Deborah Smith, told me, she said, if you're going to hit somebody, baby, with some bad news, and it's kind of like going to hit them like a brick, at least wrap it in velvet and put a bow on it. <laughs> Deborah, you, I love you, but you're crazy. Uh, but that's true. Start the conversation with some flattery. And I don't mean flattery like, you know what, your hair looks unique. Not that kind of flattery. I mean, just so you know, I really appreciate the fact when you don't breathe that much. Okay, well, you can't say that either. Uh, when you are quiet, whatever. But when you do talk, and and here, listen to what I'm saying, because if you're dealing with an ignoramus, this really will help you. Probably not, but at least you will have tried. Call out the behavior, not the person. You need to learn how to separate individuals from the act they do. Give an example. Uh, I have uh, 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 one of my uh, buddies has an issue because his brother is gay. And and he comes around being overtly gay. I mean, he's like tasting his words. And what that means is you're going, you know, every time you say something. So he's tasting his words and twisting around the house and all this. But there is nothing wrong with someone being gay if that's what they want to do. I do not want to see that especially, I don't get it. I mean, if you're a gay guy and you want to act like a female, go get a sex change. Do, do like Bruce Jenner. That's going to be one ugly white woman. I love you, my white sisters. I'm just saying Bruce Jenner is not going to help y'all when it comes to up in the bounty. There's so many beautiful white sisters out there, but when Bruce gets a change, he's going to kind of look like a mixture between a shaved bird and Phyllis Diller, but it, it's that's Bruce. Bruce, go ahead and cut off your new, your thing and do you. Um, you know that's that's really weird. Uh, but anyway, the thing that I told my buddy, I said, stop talking about your brother's lifestyle and talk about the things that bother you, like kissing his boyfriend in front of your six year old son, and then he's going, Daddy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which I get it. So don't call out the person. Because all of us have a right to be ourselves. Call out the behavior. And when you call out the behavior, don't just say, you know that time you came in here and you stood over there and you was being yourself. That is not telling nobody what's going on. You need to be very specific and say, like what I told my buddy, to tell his brother, look, man, if you're going to come over here, don't have a red thong on that's showing. You know, could you at least wear some clothing so my son won't be going, Daddy, what the hell is wrong with your brother? My son is five. You know what I'm saying? And so stop and think about 
What really is bothering you? I know I'm fixing to get a lot of letters from the LBGT. Listen, let me tell you guys something. I am not making fun of nobody tonight. I'm just calling things. I'm using examples. So I'll be like Don Rickles. Hopefully by the end of the evening I will have offended everyone, and no one can be offended, Well, which that's not my intent. Now, here's the other thing. Don't just tell people what's bothering you. Actually give them an example of why it bothers you and what you want to change. You don't have to go on a rant for 30 minutes to do this. You could just say, Amy, you know what? Every time you come over here, there's, you know, those birds nesting in that wig. <laughs> okay, that's just me. Uh, the woman went to my daddy's church. It was some, I, I know, I'm, I'm always talking about number B in these people in my daddy's church. There was a woman that went to my daddy's church that wore wigs. That These wigs looked like they would be, like, sold at uh, Great Outdoors, uh, the, the Bass Pro Shop. I, like, one day she came to the church with a wig on. I'm like, that, did that damn thing come with a chin strap? I mean, I swear to God, you could have played pro football in this wig and not sustained any head injuries. But the point I'm making is just spell out to people, look, this is what you want to change. Like you could say, look, please don't wear that wig again because, well, you it scared the children when the vultures were circling around your shoulders, you know, because your wig looked like it had a dead rodent in it or whatever. The point I'm making, you get it, right? And then ask them, you know, and you don't want to turn this into a lecture, but just say, what do you think about what I said? <laughs> now, I'm going to caution you. If they tell you to go to hell, that probably is an indication you didn't say it the right way, right? But sometimes people can just kind of, they may start crying. They may cuss you out. But at least you have gotten your point across. And my hope is that before you open your mouth, saying something to somebody about what they need to do, look at your stuff too, you know. And if you want to take the um, a less direct approach, let's just say that now you want to figure out how can I sit down and have a heart-to-heart with a fool. Well, it's probably difficult. I'll admit that. However, here's what you could do. First, find a way to put the person to to good use. And instead of uh, creating a situation where you know there's going to be a con- confrontation, remember this. You can't predict or control how other people will act or what they will say. So before you start talking, have an exit strategy in mind. Let's just say, like, you, you get in, you already know you don't like these people. You already know that y'all really don't get along and they only call you when they need $50 or some light bill or rent money. Have an exit strategy. You know, when they call, you can say something like, I, um, you know, I think, there's, I think there's a demon next door and I might have to go help exercise it out. No, okay, that ain't going to work. Uh, but just tell people, you know, that, you know, I only have so much time. I did want to come by and say hello and, uh, hi, how are you? But I've got somewhere else I got to be, but I didn't want to disrespect you by not showing up, which, you know, okay, somebody's probably going, damn, D, you just told me that the other day. Okay, I see. Well, look, I'm sorry, but that's probably not what I was doing. Okay, I'll be honest. Yeah, that's what I was doing. But the, the point I'm making is that is a way 
for you to go ahead and get yourself out of dealing with ignorant folk. You are you can't kill them. I know you like to. I know that's an option. But these things happen in life for a reason, and you don't want to be part of them. Now, uh, stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break because they they keep saying, "Well, Doc, are you going to?" Um, you don't take breaks anymore. My producers are really on me about not taking a break. So I'm going to play a song and uh, and dedicate it to the night's theme, I'm Leaving Baby, or You Have Left Me and I'm Glad You're Gone. No, this is by my buddy Michael Cooper and the group Confunction. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D.
right. Hey, we are back. And I want to, my producer told me uh, just a minute ago, we actually started this program, um, I think we're, what, getting ready to hit our year anniversary. We've already hit our two-year anniversary, something like that. So thank you for celebrating with us tonight and for making us a hit program. While you are listening to the program, there is a button uh, if you're listening via the Internet uh, where it says follow this program. So definitely hit the follow button. That way you don't have to wonder when we're on, what we're on, and how we're on. You will get notification of upcoming programs as well as when we're about to go live. The other part of this is remember, any time that you miss the live broadcast, don't trip, man. Everything is archived. We're in partnership with iTunes, so you can listen to us for free. That's right, for free. One of the few things in life that you don't have to hear commercial interruptions. And they keep coming to me going, Dr. Young, we'd love to be a sponsor for your show. And I'm like, no, the heck you won't because you ain't going to tell me what to say. So with that said, back to what we're talking about tonight. Now, I talked to you about dealing with Brother Cantaloupe, Sister Watermelon, and the peanut gallery of people whom you have been stuck with call your friends and relatives who only support you when it benefits them. Question now becomes, Doc, I get it. How can I deal with this stuff and not have anxiety? You know, being by myself is stressful. I want to have somebody special in my life. I want to be loved and love someone that actually um, wants me for who I am, not what they can benefit from. You know, I know I have a big booty. <laughs> well, I don't have a big booty, but, you know, some of you do. Uh, yeah, well, man, you know, I'm paid. Okay, well, you might need to take English while you're paid, spend some money on nothing. Uh, but... Here's what we have to learn. You can be the best person on earth and still have this stress develop into what is called generalized anxiety disorder. Or after a while, if you get used to just being by yourself and not getting out the house, your behind can end up with OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. Uh, you finally do have someone that says, look, you want to go to car? You know, you, I'll give you an example. It, you know that you are tripping. If you're sitting in church and people pass you the communion tray and you want to thank them and start talking to them, you know what I'm saying? It's like you have really kind of like giving evidence that you need to get out more. Well, here's some things that you can do to first start dealing with the stress and anxiety that comes from being um, I guess almost what exiled from people, or you you got people that want to hang with you, but you don't trust them, or you may be paranoid. So stop smoking that stuff. You already know weed makes you paranoid. Just put go ahead, put it out. I see some of y'all right now are just sitting there. Oh man, how'd you know, man? Yeah, I know. I can smell it. You know that stuff stinks. But the truth of it is, first take a deep breath. No, I didn't say take a deep hit. I said breath. Just breathe in. You don't have to go woo-saw, nothing like that. Just breathe in, breathe out. Because what's happening is that deep breath, and this actually works, by the way, takes you out of fight-or-flight response mode 
And now you are getting a balanced response to your parasympathetic nervous system. Another thing you can do is just inhale slowly, starting at your belly, moving up to your chest, and just hold your breath to the count of four, and then exhale to the count of four. That is a proven technique for kind of like lowering your heart rate, getting some of that um, anxiety out of you, and getting you back grounded. Now, the bigger thing is be preventive, man. Stop reacting to things all the time. Some of y'all just nutty as a little fruitcake. Everything that happens, you got to say something. You got to do something. You got to react. You know, somebody say, hey, how you doing? You're like, no, how you doing? You, you know, you got to always have the last word. No, you don't. Matter of fact, if you would just get out 30 minutes a day and just walk, you don't have to have any equipment uh, I would suggest go buy you some new socks and shoes because if you pull your socks up and they fall right back down, that's a sign that you might need some new socks. And I won't even talk about your drawers, but if your drawers, if you pull them up and they fall right back down, go ahead and I, it, you don't have to go to Victoria's Secret or to the men's section. Oh, by the way, what is going on with men's underwear at Nordstrom's? I know my producer's like, here he goes again. I went in there, I'm starting to think they're trying to make panties for men because I saw some stuff in there, and I understand some of the brothers that was in there shopping, they probably might want to wear a pair of panties, but I don't want to know that, and let me get that visual out of my head. Christ, Lord, I just pictured that. Uh, But the truth of it is, is get you some drawers and some socks that's comfortable. Okay, I'm getting back on the subject now. And exercise. Go walk. Just go walk around the neighborhood, and for some of you, comb your hair. You know, don't scare the children or the animals, but just, you know, get out. You do not have to just uh, bathe and brush your teeth when you go to work. There are other things you can do. Another thing is get you a good night's sleep, and I'm not talking about because you drank that box of wine up. We're not talking about that kind of sleep, because that's not sleep. That's called you passed out. I mean, honestly. Just before you go to bed, cut the TV off. That's right. Did you know going to sleep with the dog on TV on? I don't know if you're like me, but I was um, I, I, I was looking at some show, Cops or something, and all of a sudden I got the TV on and I fell asleep. And I don't know why I dreamed somebody was trying to break in my house, but I guess that's probably because my silly butt was watching Cops while I was going to sleep. So, you know, watch what you have on the TV because your brain never cuts off. Just because you are not consciously paying attention to things, subconsciously you are. And if you don't believe me, let somebody be talking about you and say your name while you sleep. Your behind will wake right right up. You know how you do it. Wake up with that one-eyed view that is while you play like you still sleep. Another thing. When you have thoughts that are uh, anxious, let's say like you want to kill your boss. Okay, maybe not that. But, uh, you, you know, you're just thinking, I wonder if I hit him in the head with a brick, would it really do Would I get in trouble? Yes, you will get in trouble. So challenge these thoughts and just tell yourself, child, you already know you can't afford another case. You you know, you and my dear don't need to be sitting up there in jail again. So catch yourself. And then say something positive 
if nothing else to yourself, just say, you know what, I don't like this, but it'll pass. You know, I fought bigger bears. Damn, my pants are too tight. No, don't say that because then you'll probably still feel bad about yourself. But say something encouraging, like these pants used to fit me five years ago. (laughs) Never mind. Then stay connected with people that are good for you. There are, and if you can't find a close friend, buy a dog. Now, don't, if the dog is like, see you come in, you're not like you go, here, boy, and the dog just runs up under the bed, that's probably a sign that you need to get out the house more as well as take the dog out and, and put him on a leash because he'll probably run away from you. Uh, and stay connected to things that really are good. Uh, and I'm not saying get in one of these cult-based churches where the pastor is telling you that, okay, my, my producer is already telling me don't mention the pastor in Africa that was telling all the women don't wear no draws to church. I'm not going to mention that. I promise I will not mention the pastor in Africa that was sleeping with that man's wife and it made the news. That was funny. But it wasn't funny to that man. Here's the thing. Connect with people that are good for you, that are good to you. And all of us have somebody that's nice. It, it may be the little, uh, the little clerk at Starbucks. It may be somebody that you just speak to and passing in the hall. And I didn't say go try to do something desperate because when you come across the people that's desperate, you kind of freak them out, so don't do that. Now, here's the other deal. Avoid mind-altering substances like crack, <laughs> liquor, even cigarettes. Leave that stuff alone. I'm here to tell you, first, if you smoke anything, your breath stinks. And you chewing some juicy fruit or some double mint just means you stink on the outside of your lips and the inside of your breath. Don't nobody want to get that close to you. So don't, you know, stop the drinking, stop the smoking, because at the end of the day, it's just going to make the panic attacks worse. Here's another thing. Start doing something that you actually enjoy, you know, whatever it is. I'm going to give you my thing. I love to play solitaire on my phone. It's free. Uh, I'm going to mahjong. Okay, I can't say the name of it. Don't don't write me. You know those things where you match the tiles, you know, you pick one and one that matches it, it goes away. Anyway, I like to play that, and then there's this thing called lumosity. L-U-M-O-S-I-T-Y, something like that, that will actually help your brain function. So you could do something like Lumosity, but learn to just enjoy things. And above all, I know this is going to freak some of y'all up, but it won't kill you to pick up a book. (laughs) Read. And don't be reading stuff like, oh, Lord, look at this. And now they in this room doing something nasty. Don't be reading that. Don't get 50 shades of gray. I mean, if you ain't getting none, okay, go ahead and get that. But I'm talking about read something that's edifying, some self-help, something spiritual, something that will help you to be better at living life. I would suggest my book, Another Chance, Where Would You Be Without One? There goes a shameless plug, huh? Yeah, available at my website because if you buy it through one of the stores, I'll never see the money. Uh, But the truth is, Start, and then here's a big thing, accept that it's okay to be stressed out. You're human. You're not super person. So you can call somebody like me 
or find a, a you know a therapist. And I'm, I'm going to give you some hints, people. Never get a therapist who has not been through what you're going through. Because if you get some kid fresh out of college that does the little script, what about your end today? And how has that been affecting you? And what have you done about it? How did that work? What are you willing to do to change it? Okay, well, we'll talk about it next week. Don't get that person. You need somebody that can understand and empathize with what you've been through. Now, there's some ways to be happy and get your sanity back. And I'm going to give you a few of them. Uh, if you are trying to write this down and you miss some other stuff, don't sweat it because I'm not going to go back through all that stuff, child. I'm tired and I'm old and I'm black. But what I will tell you is the program is archived. So the minute that I go off air within three minutes, thank you, technology, you can hear this program from the beginning in its entirety. Now, the way to get your happiness back, I, I, I write my prayers out. I really do. And I don't care what religion you practice. At the end of the day, if you acknowledge God, that's what really matters, right? But... The first thing that I do is I write down all the things I'm just grateful for that God already did for me. One of them is like you. I remember when uh, people, I was on NPR, National Public Radio, and people at KPVU, and people would say, well, you know, um, why don't you go and uh, get, do your show? We love your show. We love your show. Well, it's so funny now. I have more listeners than most of the stations, the local stations and the Houston market that asked me to be on air with them. I'm like, you know what? I got 4 million people. How many you got? Hey. So the thing is you can find ways to just be grateful for the things God has already done for you, man. I mean, if you got out of bed and you didn't need help, you have a good job, uh, okay, let's say your relatives ain't fooling with you until they want something. At least they're not around you all the time. You live in a different city. Be grateful for that. Amen, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Um, the other one is uh, be grateful for all the things that aren't wrong. You know, like you got your health and strength or you're not as sick as you used to be. Uh, you know, you you lost weight or you are in a position to lose weight. Like if you're really overweight, you can be like, now I have a real big opportunity to lose 85 pounds, whatever's going on with you. And then practice paying attention to the beauty of the moment. And, and I'm going to give you some examples because some of you be like, yeah, Dr. Young, that's easy for you to say, you know, you living like this. Well, first of all, I wasn't always Dr. Young. I was not always living like this, whatever this is in your mind, because everybody has their own stuff, and I have mine. What I've learned to do is if I'm stuck in traffic, if I'm at an airport, I just thank God, you know what, I'm catching a flight today. Some people don't go nowhere. I'm able. I'm coming home from work. I'm coming home from my office. Uh, uh, you know, today didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, but I'm stuck. It's still a beautiful day. Look at the weather. It's raining. I love the rain. Listen to the sound of the rain. I mean, always find something good in your day because there's a lot of good going on. And then if you just really can't do that, just focus on your breathing because that's proof you're not dead. And I know some of you are like, I wish I was dead. You do not have to wish that, baby. You will be soon enough, so don't rush it. 
focus on your breathing, and daydream. You know, stop and just think about, you know, uh, if I was in someplace nice right now, whatever that is to you. Now, some of you are like, if I was at the dope house. I am not talking about the dope house. I'm talking about somewhere nice. You know, for some of you, it could just be McDonald's. You're at McDonald's, get an ice cream cone. Some of you do not need to be at McDonald's eating an ice cream cone. So you picture doing something different before you end up at McDonald's. But the bottom line is be creative and write yourself a letter uh, of, you know, just saying, you know what, you're a lot stronger than you think. Write yourself a letter encouraging you. And that's some real talk right there. I have had to learn to really encourage myself. Um, Being an only child, everybody's gone. You know, my kids are grown. Thanksgiving comes. Christmas comes typically. And it's not like I don't have to. I I have to do this. But I end up just, you know, spending those days alone by choice, not because nobody. I have so many wonderful people around me. <laughs> Look, come eat dinner with my family. Look, I ate y'all's food last year. You can't cook. No, I'm just kidding. But the truth of it is, yeah, uh, uh, if you really want to get some laughs, go to Golden Corral on a holiday. That a uh, boy. You see some people in there. I'm like, did you? Are you gonna eat till you get tired or fall out? What are you doing? <laughs> but anyway. The point I'm, yes, I did do that. Don't make fun of me. Uh, But the point I'm making is write a letter to yourself and just encourage yourself. Just say, you know, you you are so much stronger than you think. And you remember, and and find somebody else to bless. Be good to some people. Go, always go visit the nursing home. You know, it's not going to smell like pee-pee and baby powder, I promise you. Go to the nursing home. There are people that will be very happy to see you because, like you, people are waiting on them to croak or people just don't care anymore. Maybe it's not they don't care. The people just died, and and this person was an introvert, never around a bunch of people. And I'm going to be honest with you. I love talking to older people. I just, man, it's kind of like, you get to hear stuff, and they got some jokes for you too, man. I ain't lying. But go and just sit and be somewhere you haven't been in a minute. In a minute. Now, there's another thing I want you to do. Is just just take a moment and process what I'm going to say. If you don't want to be alone with you, why in the hell would somebody else want to be alone with you? So you need to learn to accept yourself. And accept that you're pretty cool. I mean, I'll give you something. Turn off that cell phone. Seriously, you do not have to be tethered to your phone. And just sit sometimes in the quiet. Yeah, not just because your phone is off either, but just sit there in the quiet and just think about it. Think about what you can do. That doesn't take a lot of time or money. You know, sometimes is one thing I've learned. I love going to the park and going for a long walk. You know, I go and walk and I hike and run or do whatever. But I I get such joy. I didn't even know I got this much joy. I mean, I know I'm sounding like nostalgic and all that, but I'm just being real. And I will look at little children playing, or I'll look at kids playing soccer or baseball or whatever. And I revisit my own childhood when I was out playing baseball and football or 
I'll walk and I'll just look at the trees and I'll look at the seasons changing on the leaves. You know, enjoy time with you. I love, I look forward to going to the movies. I mean, if it's a good movie, and listen, I'm not talking about from the bootleg man either. I mean, if that's your best bet where you got to get the bootleg man and you sitting there with your movie, I, I can just see most of my uh, Anglo listeners, they're going, bootleg, what the hell is that? I thought they only sold liquor. No, boo. In the hood, the bootleg man sells everything. They sell movies, DVDs, your television they stole. Never mind. <laughs> but the point is, find something that is, uh, um, oh, that's a good one. In America, I don't know what you guys have over in Canada and in the U.K. because this is a global show, but I'm sure you have your version of it. They have these little movie rental places by McDonald's in America uh, called Redbox and almost any uh, drugstore or Walmart or whatever, but find ways to just be entertained. And if you have a computer, here's something else that I love to do. When I want to meditate or before I work out, I turn on music, and I just, like, think about songs that I used to like when I was in high school or the first time I went to college. And I'll just sit there, and when you play one, uh, especially YouTube, they anticipate what else you like that sounds like what you just played. And you will find yourself just having an hour to go by just sitting there because actually music stimulates healing in the body, for those of you that don't know that. Now, if you're listening to rap music, talking about somebody getting shot in the chest, or you listen to heavy metal, talking about cut up the baby and then naming Jesus or something like that, that is not what I'm talking about. I mean, you know, some good, positive, uplifting music is always good for you. Now, here's where I'm going to run a little bit over. My producers are going, are you running over tonight? Yes, I'm running over tonight. We're going to go about five extra minutes into this dialogue. And by the way, we're having a meeting, not you, my listeners, my staff, when this is over. Uh, it's a good meeting anyway. But here's the deal. You can be happy without other people. You know, you really don't need these people around to validate or make you happy. I, I, this is especially true. For women that are feeling like, I want somebody to grow old with me. I, well, I'm going to tell you like this. I plan to get older, but I never plan to grow. So, boo, you might want to rethink how you say that, you know, because that's just what you're going to get. You're going to have on a diaper. He's going to have on a diaper. And both of y'all are going to be looking at each other like, did you do that? No, you did that, you know. So don't, don't get older. Don't grow old. Never grow old. Um, but here's the first thing. Figure out what truly makes you happy. And figure out what makes you happy where you're not dependent on someone else to bring that to you. You know, people think that, you know, I just want to be married. I want to be married. Okay, let me tell you something. When you get married, that is not going to change your life all that much. If anything, it might make it worse and I'm not saying marriage makes your life worse, so I know I'm not saying that. What I'm getting at is you need to be a complete person within yourself. You know, happiness starts from the inside out, not the outside in. So attempting to find an external solution 
to an internal problem is really stupid. You know, don't do that. <laughs> but think about what really makes you happy. There's so many things that you don't even know make you happy because you haven't given them a shot, which leads me to the second part of finding out what makes you happy. Start fresh. Sometimes, you know, we get stuck in the familiar and to these monotonous schedules, and our days feel like they just merge together, right? You wake up, you go to bed. You wake up, you go to bed. You do the exact same thing you did yesterday or last week, to the point that you have forgotten what it's like to be stimulated by new things happening in your life. You remember, well, some of y'all can't remember last week, so I sure ain't going to ask you to remember when you was a little kid, because that would be going way, 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 way back for a lot of you. But Here's what I am going to say. In your city, call the Visitors and Convention Bureau and tell them to mail you an events package for events that happen in your city and a sights and scenes package. There's so much stuff that's going on in your city that you probably have slept. And I'm going to give you some examples of stuff you probably have slept that's going on in your city. I don't care where you are on the planet, this applies to you. So if you're in the Congo, okay, maybe not in the Congo, but if you are in South Africa right now listening, or if you're in Sydney or Melbourne or, you know, you're in the Middle East, this applies to you. Every university, a major university anyway, even junior colleges have a theater and arts department, and you can go and see plays that will actually be pretty good. Uh, I know um, in Atlanta, you can go to Clark AU and to Spelman and the Morehouse and in, in Houston. I, I'm constantly uh, checking out theater and plays that um, are really, really entertaining. So that's number one. Second thing is go to the museum. You may not even like art, but you can trip off the people because there's going to be some weirdos there, as well as some pretty cool people. But going beyond that, all museums have programs that you can join where, you know, they'll have a movie series or a workshop series where you can learn to sculpt, paint, you know, uh, there are dance classes you can go join. And above all, go to the gym and work out in group workouts like spin classes, aerobics, yoga. Uh, I have a friend, hey, what's up, Michelle, down in Florida that owns a Zumba studio that, you know, if you see this woman, she has a body out this world, and I'm not going to tell her age, but she'll kill me. But what I'm going to say is she looks, she has a body probably like her daughter, if not better, and her daughter is 30. So what does that tell you, right? And she did not have this girl at 15. So my point I'm making is that there is so much stuff for you to do. And then there are things that you've forgotten about that are fun. Go buy a kite. That's right. You can buy a kite for less than $5, maybe 7 and go to a open space and fly a kite especially if you're near water, that thing will take off without you having to run or do anything in case you can't run. But just fly a kite, um, go and 
listen to music. All these universities have chamber orchestras. And if you are on, if you have an income issue that prohibits you from, or let's say you got, you know, seven, eight kids, we know what you've been doing. You've been spending too much time you anyway. But and you want to have fun with your family instead of having sex again, making another kid. Um, you can actually go and find days that most of these places are open for free. That's right. If you can get there, you don't have to pay to get in and make a sandwich before you go. I mean, stop. Don't make you a spam sandwich. What? Oh, if you're in Hawaii, I just pissed you off. I'm sorry. What is it with Hawaiians that y'all like spam? Yes, I go to Hawaii a lot, but I don't get it. Okay, now let's go to this other thing. Practice loving you. Can't nobody love you like you. And and I'll tell you how that starts. I've been. I'll keep telling you guys. Meditation is the highest form of prayer. So if you contact me via Facebook. Or if you click on the link to the program, uh, it will take you to my website, right? You will see my name. Just click on it, a hyperlink. I will send you some links for some free meditation stuff that's actually pretty doggone good. Uh, and, And you can just sit and close your eyes and let the stress go away. You have to practice loving you because if you don't learn to love you, and the only way you can learn to love you is to spend time alone with you. Nobody else is going to make you happy. <laughs> you know, that's something that, uh, you know, sitting up waiting on a text message and a phone, that's why you're behind and sitting there stressed out now. And and see, for those of you that have lost a loved one, a mother, a father, a husband, or a wife, you really need to just learn how to surround yourself with new things, new people. And, again, this stuff does not take money. You would be surprised where what you can see. And let's say you live in a jacked-up neighborhood, right? You live in north north side of Chicago, and, you know, you, you really can't safely just go walking, especially if you are prone to someone attacking you. Child, get on the bus. That's right. Catch the bus. Catch the subway and go to the side of town that is safe. If nothing else, go to the mall. I promise you won't get depressed looking at all the stuff you can't have. And you may even find you a little job there or meet somebody that is doing just what you're doing, walking around and taking a breath of fresh air. Now, the biggest thing I want you to do is get a healthy lifestyle. You have no idea how important that is. A healthy lifestyle is a game changer. Um, I live on a 48-hour clock. Every 48 hours, I make sure that I get at least 6 to 10 miles in on my uh, elliptical or outside. I make sure that I lift weights because you've got to, well, I have a Bowflex, so it's not really lifting weights, but I do have weights. But, you know, exercise, do some resistance because if you don't use those muscles, you're going to start building up lactic acid and having all this extra sugar and fat in your blood. That's not a good look. And you need to sweat. And I'm not talking about because you got drunk and passed out and you sweating or you smoking crack or something, you sweating. That's not what I mean. What I mean is you need to work up the sweat 
from getting your heart rate up because you need to exercise your heart. And I'm not just talking about physically, spiritually too, you know, by loving on you. And and it's okay. Go buy a dog. If you are over 50, the chances are you and the dog may go at about the same time. So if you're worried about the dog dying, you he may outlive you. No, I hope not. But the point is, if the dog gets old, then go get a puppy and recycle him and make sure you have it in your will who's going to take the dog. But uh, find something to nurture. Get you some plants and talk to your plants. You know it is actually scientifically true that when you talk to a plant, it actually does better. So my staff is going, why don't you talk to that plant in your office? Okay. Uh, forget y'all. Now, this is a big one. Use your time wisely. Stop being late for stuff. You know, and and find some shows on television that actually show you other people's lives. And I'm not talking about Honey Boo Boo. Uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, because both them folks, all them people are crazy as hell. But what I am saying is the Discovery Network, the Travel Network, the Food Network, some of y'all do not need to be looking at the Food Network, but maybe if you look at the food, you will stop eating so much of it. But go and find a way to see all of the wonder and splendor of the world. And I am telling you, the Discovery Network has some has the History Channel, the Game Show Channel, where you can get some get away from the norm and start finding things that allow you to really be you. Now, moving further down this uh, my list, I have for you: live in the present, child. Stop living in the past. Stop always going, I remember when mama was living, and I, you know, back then, look, take your your ready-for-the-home self and live in the present because you don't need to do that to yourself. You're, you know, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Right now is a gift. That's why we call this very moment the what? The present. Stay and look at the things that uh what can be in your life, you know, I'm, because the past does not dictate your future because some of you are sitting up just hung on. And I remember when Jimmy left, He, I was begging him, Jimmy, come back, you know, or, or like the woman, uh, what's that commercial on Geico? And he says, I gotta, I'm a loner and I got to be alone. And she's going, Jesse, Jesse. And then he hits his head on that sign. He goes, Jeff, so don't end up there. You do not have to be that person. Take a moment to be in the present. Learn from your mistakes and celebrate these small wins. And they, I mean, just little stuff. I worked out today. I ironed all my clothes today. And that's another thing. Throw out some of that mess you got in your house. You got that picture of a woman or a man that left you five years ago. You still got all the letters and the text messages from somebody that broke your heart. Fool, delete that mess and get over it. It's time to move on. And, yes, I said fool, because if you're doing that, you are being a fool. Not even foolish. You are being both foolish and a fool. Live right now. You're missing out on some of this wonderful stuff. Now, here's the next thing. It's okay to be alone. When it is your time, God will send somebody in your life that will be the right person at the right time 
and you don't have to look backwards. Now, let me do some housekeeping real quick. If you didn't hit the follow button, go ahead and hit that. If you want to find good content when you're stressed out and you're tripping, just go back to this show. We did in the last, I think, we're like at, what, 170 episodes or something like that now. We have talked about everything from uh, when to cut your fingernails and shave your pubic head or how to pray. So there will be some content on here that probably speaks to your situation, and it's entertaining. At least I hope you're being entertained while you're being enlightened and informed. So do that. The Facebook page, uh, it's D. Yvonne Young. So some of you guys have written me going, we can't find you on Facebook. Yes, you can. It's D. My middle name is pronounced Yvonne, but it's spelled like Ivan, I-V-A-N. So D, like Derek Dandy, Delicious Daytime, D. Yvonne Young, Y-O-U-N-G. So hit the like button, and you will automatically see in your news stream commentary that could probably impact your day. With that said, there is a friend. We had her on the show last year, and this year we're probably going to start doing some guests, but I really want to uh, take this program and make it all about you, you know, because you guys wrote me hundreds of letters when I was doing the Paul Walls and the celebrity guests and all of that, and you were like, you know, we really like the show when you do it and, and teach us something. So that's uh, we're listening to you, and that's why we're using that format. Is I have uh, every week I'm getting requests, can I come on your show? No. <laughs> so, uh, and these are really cool people I'm saying no to because I think you're even cooler than those people. But I want you to know this. I'm going to play this song by Alexis Fight. She was winner of a show called Sunday Best. She was like the runner-up just for Sunday Best. Now she is a hit gospel recording artist. And I'm going to, we're going to go out on this show, uh, on this song tonight. Um, but before I go, I want you to realize that you don't have to allow anyone to take advantage of you and mistreat you for you to feel loved. It's far better for you to be by yourself and be at peace with who you really are than to keep allowing people to exploit you because you're in a broken, hurting position. It's time to heal. It's time to live in the present. And whether you are alone because you said or done enough stupid stuff that people have told you, look, I don't fool with you no more, or whether everybody or you, someone died and now you're sitting in a house just looking at the memories, you're still here, and you need to live, and you can make a difference. There are people that need you. There are kids out here that need mentors. There are old people that would like visitors. Uh, there are animals that need to be rescued. And to be honest, you may think you're visiting the old people and you may think that you're mentoring the kid and you may think that you're rescuing the pet. But in reality is you're being mentored by helping that kid, by your spirit and by God. You're being used in a good way. You're not rescuing the pet. The pet's probably rescuing you. So take a moment and live right now. And we're going to play that by Alexis Fight. Don't. You don't have to cut the show off. When the song goes off, the show will be off, okay? But I really want you to listen to this, because I and I'm not trying to promote her album, even though it's fantastic, um, but I really want you to listen to the words, because I think, I think it's a game changer. 
With all that said, thank you for spending Sunday evening with me. I love you madly. Most sincerely, I do. Now, check this out. Have an awesome week. Conversation, irreplaceable day. What can I do about what's gone? It's like holding on to the fall. It's impossible. Undeniable nature, uncontrollable pain. Understandable emotion, unconditional faith. What can I do about what's lost? Paul, I can't live life in rewind. So I turn my eyes to the moon, oh man. And I'm gonna live, I'm gonna live now. I'm gonna live, I'm gonna live right now. I'm gonna live, I'm gonna live now. Irremovable 